Good evening. It is time for today's Tax Talk. I'm your host. I'm attorney Stephen Leahy. It is Thursday, January 12th, the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, you know, today a report came out from the Taxpayer Advocates Office. Aaron Collins, I believe, is the taxpayer advocate now. And uh, they have a report that's that's filed that each year required by law. And that's what we're going to look at today. Uh, won't you join us? I always love it when they don't really tell you what you know that this is really required by law. Well, we came out with a new report that yeah, required by law. You know, oh yeah, we raised the we raised the the tax brackets. We're doing you a favor. No, required by law. <laughs> okay, so you know these things are. We, we gave a, ra a raise to Social Security people because we because of inflation. Yeah, required by law. <laughs> so you know, I always like to take credit for for. I, I'm just amazed. Um, you know, we see what's going on. Uh, with the uh, uh, documents for Biden and the documents for Trump. And, and it used to be that our news media was uh, skeptical and, you know, would take, when the government would say something, would take it with a grain of salt and, and ask questions about it. We don't get that anymore. Nobody wants to ask any questions. And, and as I'm talking about this about the IRS and this report. Because the, this report comes out, and there's a number of articles uh, about this report, and they just spew exactly what's in the report, they, and they just repeat it, uh, and you know, like it's that's the truth. They don't ask answer ask any questions, and and uh, like today, you know, well, let's let's start there. Let's let's start let's start good. So here's the report. It, there's a link in the in the uh, description here. You can. To find this report, uh, so let let us uh, let us do that. Here's the report: the National Taxpayer Annual Report to Congress, 2002. Uh, you, they, they've got a good PDF here too, but it's broken down here. So I'm going to go down to this. Let's start here with the Aaron Collins' statement. Last year, I reported that the period since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic has been the most challenging that taxpayers and tax professionals have ever faced. The bad news is that taxpayers and tax professionals experienced more misery in 2022. Yes, they did. The good news is that since the close of 2022 filing season, which wasn't, which wasn't too long, what, October, right? The IRS has made considerable progress in reducing the volume of unprocessed returns and correspondence. We have begun to see light at the end of the tunnel. I am just not sure how much further we need to travel before we see sunlight. So, things are better. Well, they should be better since the IRS closed in 2020 and that caused a huge backlog. That's just the way things work. Of course, there was a backlog, the, and, and and you can't begrudge the IRS that backlog. What we can begrudge them is the response and the, the lack of transparency on what's going on. And one of the things I want to mention, 
so let's let me bring this other story up because I I've talked about this on the show, and I had this was one of our feature, uh, this was one of our feature uh, articles once back in that March. IRS Commissioner Charles Reddick, he was he's now gone, and they now they always refer to him as Trump's IRS uh, commissioner. It's true that he was appointed by Trump, but he's I wouldn't call him Trump's. He's no conservative, I'll tell you that. Uh, Charles Reddick told House members in a hearing Thursday, so this is March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, that the service will process its backlog of unprocessed work, some of it dating back to 2020, by the end of 2022. Well, we're in 2023, aren't we? And now the uh, taxpayer advocate, who is not supposed to be part of the IRS, right? It's an independent agency. Independent. It's not an independent agency, I would think. It's part of the IRS. They always say it's independent of the IRS. But, you know, but she's giving a spin. Oh, there's light at the end. of. I'm not sure how, when that's going to start, though, when's sunlight. So when she says she sees light at the end of the tunnel, but she doesn't know if it's sunlight, what does that really mean? Now, again, they're going to come to the end. But at this in March here, back here in March, the they... Uh, the House offered uh, authorized 10,000 new employees. Now, this was before the, ten, the $80 billion. Okay, so they got $80 billion more on top of this. And they needed those 10,000 employees to process this by the end of 2022. But they never did get it done by the end of 2022, did they? Here's another story. So this, this is the taxpayer advocate again. Uh, uh, we, uh, let's go this to the most serious problems. It lists the 10 most serious problems uh, at a glance. We can go, here's the processing delays, complexity of the tax code, IRS hiring and training, telephone and in-person service, online access for taxpayers and tax professionals, uh, e-file and free file, e IRS transparency, return preparer oversight, appeals, overseas. It's like they can do the same, same 10 every year. Uh, you know, the, it doesn't seem to change much. Has processing delays, it's still the biggest problem? It was last year. Was there always, pro, you know, complexity of the tax code? Has it gotten easier or more complex since then? More complex, right? The more Congress does, the more complex it becomes. The 1099K and all of that and, and all these other um, changes to the tax code that are for our own good. Uh, it gets more complicated, not less. IRS hiring and training, you know, they, they got $80 billion to do that. Uh, we know that the telephone, I don't know, you know, that's still 8 and 10 go unanswered. Un, not, not long waits, unanswered. You know, so, and this is just part, this is just a problem. Uh, so let's see what we can do here. Here's the, here's the report. This is um, the most serious problems. Uh, the most then it says the code requires the national taxpayer advocate to submit an annual report to Congress that contains a summary of the 10 most serious problems encountered by taxpayers. While we use the method described below to identify the most serious problems, the list remains inherently subjective in many respects. You don't think, you think so? You think that's right? I think that's probably true right now. Let's see if we can blow this up. Can we blow this up? Uh, can you see that? I don't know if you can see that. Let's see if we can. 
just because it's easier. 11, 11. Okay, uh, it's easier to see here. While we use the, okay, the National Taxpayer Advocate in a unique position to identifying the most serious problems facing taxpayers. Okay, uh, so what's the most serious problem? Here's the methodology. Here, here's the most serious problem. The most serious problem encountered by taxpayers in 2022 for the 2020-2022 annual report. Processing delays, paper backlogs cause refund delays for millions of taxpayers. The IRS still depends on outdated manual practices and a human assembly line for its paper processing operations. I, I should have gotten together the pipeline again. I have that video of the IRS pipeline to show you what they, they're talking about, about the, the process that they used for paper returns. Now, remember, it was, it was in March last year that they, the IRS came out and told us that they destroyed 30 billion paper information returns that went unprocessed because they couldn't process them. 30 million. Well, the IRS said, well, that's only 1%. Okay, because they got, that's 3 billion Return it returns, and one percent thirty million went un, unprocessed. And those are just those are information returns. Those aren't tax returns. Tax returns are much more complicated. And so yes, I think they call it kryptonite here. For the past two and a half years, millions of taxpayers have experienced significant delays waiting for the IRS to process paper paper filed tax returns and issue corresponding refunds. The unprecedented paper processing and refund delays are the product of, now get this, the IRS falling behind during the pandemic, combined with its reliance on antiquated processing technology and manual data entry. Collectively, this resulted in backlogs that overwhelmed the IRS and even caused it to have to transform a campus cafeteria, and I showed you pictures of this, conference rooms, and hallways in the makeshift paper storage space. The IRS needs to modernize its antiquated paper processing procedures to clear the paper backlogs, streamline processing for, for the future, and improve related taxpayer services and taxpayer experience. Again, as I mentioned to you, this, is, this could be last year's report. It's the same thing. When they got $80 billion, you think that's going to change things? You think it's going to be better now? I mean, really. So here, the, here's, here it is again. Much the same, but I'm going to, because antiquated process, because here it goes, it goes a little bit further into this. So here we are. Let's see if we can zoom that in here. There we go. Explanation of the problem. The IRS has been operating with staffing shortages using antiquated technology, relying on human assembly line, and deploying outdated manual practices where modern technology offers a practical alternative. They got $14 billion last year. They couldn't buy scanners. During the pandemic, taxpayers continued to mail paper returns and correspondence because they're required by law to do so. Even during the period the IRS closed its office for health and safety reasons. In 2020, it quickly fell behind in processing paper filed re tax returns as paper filed trucks and containers lined its parking lots and developed unprecedented processing backlogs that carried over into 2021 and then into 2022. And now 
into 2023. This year, the IRS tried to work through its paper backlogs through an additional hiring, mandating mandatory overtime for staff and surge teams. Remember, we call we covered all this on this show of employees re- reassigned from other IRS business units. Despite these efforts, IRS processing delays and paper backlogs have continued to be the most serious problem for taxpayers. And tax, uh, for sure, taxpayers, right? And the, the budget is just going, of course, we gave them $80 billion. But, but Attorney Leahy, they haven't had time to spend it. Oh, and now, and now Congress has reversed it. Congress did not reverse it. There was, it was put in the House, and the House did pass a bill that would reverse it. But that's not going to become law. They've already told us Biden will. Biden has already said no, no. The White House has already said no. We will not. We will not sign that bill. It's going to be vetoed. Senate already said, well, that's just that's just the that's just the the, the Congress, the House of Representatives, you know, blowing smoke. They're never going to get that passed. Paper processing delays cause refund delays to impact the taxpayers. Most individual taxpayers receive refunds, and some depend upon timely refunds to meet critical day-to-day living expenses. I always refer to, I always uh, recommend to people that they don't allow the IRS to, co- to carry all their money. You can you can control how much money the IRS takes out. You are required. We are a pay-as-you-go program, but you don't have to overpay. Right, you can change that and only pay what you what you. If you've been in this job, the same job for a long time, and you kind of know what percentage of your income goes to the IRS, you can pick out that percentage of income, and then you don't have to worry about getting a refund from the IRS. All okay, say so all their refunds as quickly as people want all their refunds as quickly as possible. Oh, you'll figure. Until the IRS implements modernization upgrades that allow it to operate effective, efficiently, and paperless. It must manage the timely process that paper it receives, or taxpayers will continue to experience refund delays. So unless they mandate electronic, and they have. So, you know, today the IRS still relies on employees to manually transcribe all required digits from millions of paper tax returns to get the information into the system. Actually, they do it twice, sometimes three times, sometimes more. This is an antiquated process at the time when most financial activity is conducted digitally. And many state revenue agencies have long since removed moved away from manual data entry. Data transcription is meticulous work and prone to data entry errors. And it is not an efficient use of limited IRS resources. Regardless of whether taxpayers choose to pay to uh, paper file returns or are forced to do so by because of limitations of IRS systems, it is unacceptable that millions of taxpayers have endured months-long delays before receiving the refunds they they are owed. When they say unacceptable, does that mean what does that mean? It's not going to happen. No, it means it's going. Well, we're we're very mean. We're very mad about it. We're angry. So, practical solutions exist. Yeah. While the IRS commendedly has sought to achieve healthy paper inventory levels by the end of 2022. It is important to note that its baseline for measuring healthy is pre-pandemic inventory levels. That would be an improvement compared to the last two years, but the angry need, but the agency needs to do better. The IRS should be working toward a goal of eliminating its antiquated process for processing paper returns, modernizing IRS paper processing procedures, and improving related taxpayer services should be a priority 
both to clear existing paper backlogs and to streamline processing for the future. Well, that seems like a good, good advice, don't you think? Here's an analysis. I'm not going to get into that. Here's the pictures. I've showed you these pictures. This is the cafeteria full of report. I've shown you this. Legislative changes, return statistics associated. So here's a, and one thing the IRS is good at, st statistics. They're good at, and here they are. Re tax returns received by type and year. So actually paper reforms from 1040. In 2019, they received 16 million. In 2022, they received 12 million. So it's, go it's going down every year, isn't it? 2021, it didn't go up. Electronic returns, 151 million electronic returns last year. Inventory requiring manual. IRS processing operations must be healthier than ever to best serve taxpayers. You know, I always love because the IRS does call you a customer. Do you, when you go to the IRS, when you go to IRS or call them on the phone, or when you pay your taxes, do you feel like a customer? Really? Do you feel like, like that's what the, the IRS is really treating you like a customer? Uh, I don't think so. I, they don't, I, don't, I don't feel like, at least I don't feel like a customer. Okay, I, there was some there was some good language here, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go through this all to, to find it. Um, but suffice it to say, um, we had the problem in 2020. Understandably, the problem persisted. It's persisting still. We're not getting the right answers. And again, the if let me if I go to these uh, if I go to these stories. Let's go back here. Here's IRS advocate reports big drop in backlog as GOP votes to cut funds. So here is the Washington Post spin on what I just read to you, right? That she sees a light at the end of the top, but doesn't know when the sunlight starts. So, you know, it's kind of contradictory, isn't it? But the, the spin is, hey, there's a big drop. Well, there should be a big drop. They spent a lot of money. They, sp they, they supposedly reorganized the whole IRS. And hire ten thousand more people to help it to help put the log the backlog out to, to fix it, but it didn't fix it. And but don't worry, Attorney Leahy, they're going to get eighty billion dollars, and then it'll be fixed. Do you really believe that? Because most of that money is not for what the processing returns. Most of that money is for enforcement. The Internal Revenue Service reduced its massive backlog of unprecedented tax returns by nearly two-thirds over the past year, an independent watchdog said Wednesday. The taxpayer advocate is not an independent watchdog. It's just not, which could lead to a shorter delays for tax refunds. Taxpayers who can avoid paying uh, filing on paper should cho still choose electronic filing if they want refunds on time according to the annual report of the IRS's National Taxpayer Advocate, who describes a clogged system that delayed millions of tax re refunds for many months. The IRS started the 2000-2022 tax season behind, with a backlog of about 11.5 million individual and business returns that it had yet processed from the previous year. But during the year, Collins' report says, the agency whittled down the backlog to about 4 million returns by mid-December. Well, that's just a couple of weeks ago. 
So it's from 11. So they were supposed to be eliminated by the end of 2022. They just cut it in half. They didn't eliminate it. Wednesday's Taxpayer Advocate Service report says the IRS owed refunds to about two-thirds of the individual taxpayers in 2022, owing each household an average of $3,200. People who filed their tax returns on paper usually had to wait six months or longer to get their refunds. Some who filed electronically and some businesses also ran into significant delays. I can tell you from experience that that's true. The report also looked at the phone and, and mail response rates. Americans called the IRS with questions 173 million times in 2022. But only one of eight callers ever managed to get through to the IRS employee. That, is, that was less than half the rate of fiscal 2019 before the coronavirus pandemic. The response rate on the dedicated line for professional tax preparers was only a bit better. And taxpayers are often paying for that. Collins said, because many professionals bill their clients for the time spent on hold with the IRS. Well, I'm not going to call, I'm not going to, much of this is, it just gets me. Again, here, here we go. They don't answer the phone. They don't, they're not processing returns. They tell us they, they need scanners. They've had billions of dollars. I don't remember, I should go back and look. When's the, when did they pass the $10 billion mark? It was some years ago. So the IRS is not, it reminds me of this Prince Harry, Princess Harry, or Prince Harry, whatever his name is, uh, who's crying about, about being misunderstood. And, and uh, you know, when he's, the, when, when he, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like the IRS, you know, crying that they're misunderstood and they just don't have the funds and they don't know what to do. Well, they, they had more than $10 billion a year for how many years now? And, and they we and they don't have scanners, and they still do it the way they did it in 1960. Well, that's that's because we didn't fund it correctly. Oh, it's because we didn't fund it correctly. How many initiatives have there been for the IRS for for technology since 1960s, since the 70s, 80s, 90s? There's always a push for technology at the IRS. They've been telling us about their antiquated system since before it was antiquated. <laughs> Okay, so I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not. I'm not trying to bash the IRS. Okay, I understand that the pandemic caused these problems. It's the transparency that I that I question. Okay, yes, there's some problems, but you know, throwing money at it as what we're doing hasn't seemed to work. Will it work? Not will you know? Doubling the money will that work? I don't know, but we'll find out, I guess. So anyway, thanks so much for joining us. I. Uh, ranted a little bit today, so I apologize for that. Remember, I'm going to ask you to like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. We need your help. we got to get this information out to people, and we need your help to do that. So please like and subscribe. Uh, hit the little button and uh, the notice so we can notify you when we post. We post. I post a video most every night around 7.30, right around 7.30, uh, Central Daylight Time. Uh, also, if you're fighting the IRS and you need help, and you don't know what to do, first thing you should do, get a copy of my book, Deal With Your IRS Problem Today. Go to freeirsbook.com. That's freeirsbook.com. Get your free copy. Go to freeirsbook.com. So thanks so much for joining us. Uh, we're, we're off tomorrow. Uh, we'll be back on Monday, and I hope you can join us then. In the meantime, God bless you, and we'll see you uh, next week. Uh, and we are out. Out. <laughs>